0: with animals, where we believe we all do better when all creatures do better. I'm Janet Roper and each week I share stories and suggestions with you on how to deepen your relationship with animals, moving you from ownership to true kinship, one animal at a time. This podcast is brand new and your help getting it off the ground is much appreciated. If you enjoy this podcast and find my work helpful, if you have been inspired or informed or have discovered your world has opened to new possibilities because of this podcast, consider supporting my work by making a financial contribution or shopping my wish list. You will find those links at JanetRoper.com and also for your convenience, you will find the links on the show page. Your support helps this podcast grow and makes my work sustainable. I can't do it without you, and I'm grateful for any way you decide to show your support. Hello, folks. I hope you are doing well, and I welcome you to this episode of True kinship with animals. This episode today is going to bring you a bit of a change from previous episodes. Today we're focusing on our senior animal pals and what life is like as we age together and the grief that can set in because they are aging. So I would like you to keep two things in mind as you're listening. One, I am not a therapist, a vet, or a medical practitioner of any sort. And anything that I say is not meant to be taken as any kind of medical advice, as a diagnosis. What I'm saying here comes from anecdotal evidence of my own and 20 plus years of working with animals and their people. And the second thing I would like you to keep in mind is that, This is focused on dogs because I'm sharing some stories about my elderly dog, Max, who is now an angel animal. However, I believe a lot of what you will hear is able to be carried over and used for other animals. However, do your own due diligence in talking with your animal pals medical slash wellness provider, doing your own research, and using your own wisdom. So I think you'll agree with me. It's a basic truism that animals are now living longer. According to Google, the average life expectancy of dogs has increased from 10.5 years to 11.8 years between the years of 2002 and 2016. And more cats are now living into their late teens and early 20s. This is in part due to diet, exercise, medical care, and an increased quality of life. With advances in veterinary medicine, the addition of holistic care and alternative modalities such as acupuncture and chiropractic, and general improvements in how we care for our animals, it follows that pets are living longer. Instead of simply being just a dog or a cat or a rabbit or a horse that is kept outside and left to face the elements on their own, our animals are now valued family members who share our homes as well as our hearts. Our senior animal pals offer their own special set of joys. My human clients have plenty of stories about them. One helped a young girl who had stopped talking when her dad was diagnosed with cancer, helped her to start talking again. Another senior dog drags her human down the street and then has energy enough to play chase in the backyard when they return. And another senior helps her human caretaker understand the value of hand signals as she starts to lose her hearing. Having more time with our senior animals brings us much joy, but there's a flip side. Because of their increased lifespan, living with and tending to them has gotten more complicated. This brings along its own special set of poignant moments and challenges that weren't as prevalent a decade or so ago, such as canine cognitive disorder, incontinence, and navigating the tangle of -of end-of-life care decisions that need to be made. Our lives change as we minister to their needs, and I do not see that fact being recognized and acknowledged as it needs to be. We are affected physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally as we maneuver through this new relationship with our senior pals. We are often left managing this as best we can by ourselves or with the help of a closed circle of immediate friends and family but here's the thing we're not meant to go through this by ourselves we are not lone rangers we are meant to have a trusted supportive community standing with us witnessing and helping us as we are on this part of the journey with our animal pal life changes with aging animals for sure often the transition for our animal pals into aging doesn't happen overnight it's gradual And sometimes it's insidious. You've had your animal pal for years, you remember them as you first got them as a youngster, and the next thing you know they are standing in the center of the living room in the middle of night, lost and alone, barking because they don't know how to find their way back to the bedroom. Living with an aging animal, honoring and witnessing their unique aging process, is not an easy thing to do. It takes courage, fortitude, and support. As they age, your role as their caretaker increasingly expands. You might find yourself expanding more time and energy on monitoring, changing medical needs, assisting them with basic needs like back legs, giving out elimination issues, adapting the way they are now asking you to be with them or not wanting you with them, increased house cleaning duties, monitoring medication and health appointments, monitoring their daily quality of life and increased medical appointments which may include adding more medical professionals this of course may begin to affect and seep into the different areas of your life areas such as work relationships travel social so on and so forth some examples might be you find yourself staying at home more because you're the only caretaker your animal pal has Or you might be consistently worrying about them when you are at work or out running errands. And you may find yourself with a decreased interaction with family and friends. People usually understand, at least to some degree, your commitment to caretaking for a human family member. But an animal? As much as our bond with animals has improved over the decades, people who are not animal folks have a difficult time accepting this view as animals as family. Not to mention the time commitment that's involved with that. You'll often hear it's just a dog or a horse or a cat or whatever, and they'll be okay by themselves while you get away for the day. That can make it difficult for us to keep giving the level of care we want to do without experiencing remorse, guilt, blame, or a combination thereof. Okay, folks, hang on. We're gonna take a short break and there will be more to follow. (coughs) So thank you to those who have contributed to the growth of this podcast. Your support, whether financially, liking, sharing or leaving a comment, translates into appreciation of the work I do and how it shows up in the world. This helps me accept the fullness of my dream of true kinship with animals and acknowledges you as a kindred spirit on that dream. I'm asking you to continue helping me as I carry on sharing this dream with the world at large. If you have ever found my work helpful, If this podcast has inspired or informed you or expanded possibilities in your world, now is the time to help the true kinship with animals dream continue to unfold into reality. Making a financial contribution, shopping my wish list, sharing, liking, or leaving a comment on the show page are deeply appreciated ways to show your continued support. For your convenience, the link to make a financial contribution supporting this podcast can be found on the show page or go to my website, JanetRoper.com. And up at the top, you will see support my work. Thank you for everything that you do. Hey there, thanks for tuning in and listening to this podcast. If you're a first-time listener, glad to have you here. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. If this podcast speaks to you or has helped you in any way, be sure to like, follow, comment, and share it with others. So this story about my dog, Max, uh, took place about three years ago. And it was when my dog Max, my cat Raven, and I had moved from a house complete with a fenced-in yard for Maxie to an apartment complex that had no fenced area for dogs and really actually wasn't that dog-friendly. That was a big change for Max. He had always had a fenced-in yard where he could safely run and play. I thought things were going well, and then I noticed Max becoming more clingy than usual. He followed me around like he's always done but now he had to be right next to me and folks, I mean right next to me with capital letters. Our bodies had to be touching and oftentimes he would literally block me into a space where I couldn't move. He started walking on my feet and then standing on them. It was as if he had no concept of where his feet were and that he wasn't standing on the floor. The situation quickly escalated from bad to worse to dangerous, as I was afraid he might inadvertently cause me to fall or that I might unintentionally hurt him by stepping on him if I didn't realize that he was there. It was both easy and natural for me to attribute these behaviors to his canine cognitive disorder. He had moved from his home of the past four years and was experiencing new sights, sounds, and living conditions. Not only that, But as far as I know, Max has never lived in an apartment before, but only in houses. That was a big change in itself. One night I was talking to his auntie, a friend of mine and a colleague, and I mentioned all of this to her and she became silent. Max connected with her and told her why this was happening. She told me that he felt safer by my side because he'd been through a lot of change and uncertainty with the move. He was better able to handle that years ago, but now that he was older, it was scarier and harder to handle. So why am I sharing this with you? First of all, to let you know if you have experienced or are currently experiencing something like this, you are not alone. Your experience is real and it's authentic to you and your animal pal. I see you and I believe what you are experiencing. As our animals age, it can be possible to miss what's going on with them, even when we are in tune together and have a long time and honored established relationship. We expect they will respond to situations as they did when they were younger, and it is quite possible that they aren't able to do so. Sometimes even with the best of intentions, we miss what is perfectly obvious to our animal pals because we are preoccupied, busy, tired, stressed out, or we think we know what it should be. Well, those are just a few of the reasons and they're real reasons. Don't deny them because those reasons are real. What do I want you to take away from this? We're not an island. We're not meant to do this business of life alone, doing everything by ourselves. We are meant to be in connection with others and support each other, just like Max's auntie supported me and Max. When you find yourself in this position, perhaps this will help. One, acknowledge that this is a challenging time. Two, if you haven't already, consider building a support community of like-minded folks who get it when it comes to understanding animals or family. Three, if you are able, stay in contact with your Animal Pals medical caregiver. I hope this encourages you to reach out for support for yourself as you are on this leg of the journey with your animal pal. Supporting yourself is also supporting your friend. You don't need to do this by yourself. Many thanks for joining me today. If you liked what you have heard, you can support this podcast by making a financial contribution, leaving a comment, giving the show a like, a follow, and or a share. Your support of this podcast with a financial contribution or by shopping my wish list makes my work sustainable and encourages me to keep on going. You will find a link for that either on the show page or go to my website, JanetRoper.com, and up at the top, you will see the tab, Support My Work. Thank you for listening and keep moving towards true kinship with animals. Just for today, remember, we all do better when all creatures do better. Until next week, take good care.